What's good, creamers? I don't want to keep y'all here any longer. I know this episode's been delayed for way too long, and you all are probably very excited to listen to it. I just want to note, without maybe spoiling too much, that you will hear some clips from other people, and one of those clips we do not talk about because it was actually sent in after we recorded the episode. However, we wanted to include it in the episode, so I just wanted to make that clear in case you were wondering why it doesn't get discussed. That's all. Without further ado, enjoy the episode. In a world we must defend, Pokemon, gotta catch them all! Oh, so true! My current football has You teach me and I'll teach you! Pokemon, gotta catch them all! Gotta catch them all! Pokemon! That's right, that's right! Yo, 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 Aiden, do the thing. What's good, Kramers? What's good, Kramers? Oh, boy, it's been way too fucking long. It's only been a couple weeks, but still. Welcome back to the Half and Half Podcast for episode 100. Yes, sir, that's right. I don't know, maybe I'll edit in some celebratory music, but yes, sir, episode 100, we made it. You know, Hondo Hancho, baby, we did it. Hondo Hancho, we did it. Uh, fuck, I didn't even think we'd get into double digits. We in triple digits now. It's crazy out here crazy absolutely man i'm thrilled i'm absolutely thrilled that we did this it's crazy that we got to episode 100 yeah. like i don't know man. it's 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 a little surreal you know because yeah. you, you know we're not famous we're not like yeah. celebrities maybe y list <laughs> just above z. The z. <laughs> i think we're off the z <laughs> we come up off the z list yeah uh but you know, everybody that's listens, that's, you know, given support, given any like feedback or anything, just like it's super appreciated because I never even thought we would have got this far with it. Yeah, no, I mean, and it's, it's going to be a cruel twist of fate that the timing of episode 100 coincided with when you and I would just be busy as all hell. Um, oh, of course. Yeah. So been pushed off a little bit uh but in a way that might have been a good thing we were able to kind of involve uh some of you in this episode mm-hmm. which we'll get to in just a little bit here but yeah man the fact that this show's gone from like you know it's ridiculous like you know we're 100 episodes in like and like it's like little things like we're three like we've had like well technically like three different logos uh Aiden's been really busy, so I don't fault him for this, but, and so there hasn't been a cinephile in a while. However, we have, like, another, like, sort of sub-show that we do, that we have, like, sort of under It's coming back. It will. I promise. (laughs) I just want to tell everybody that. Yeah, it's just crazy, though. I think, like, that's how far it's come. We're at three, you know, we're at 100 episodes, you know, we've kind Mm -hmm. of, we've rebranded, we've had, like, a rebrand that, like, people seem to like, and, you know, maybe there's another one coming in the future. Little facelift, I don't know, we'll figure that out, but and, you know, we have the cinephiles that Aiden's been wanting to do for a while. And it's, you know, because there's so many moments when this just could have not worked out. Like, getting started mm-hmm. is always difficult, right? Like, you get, like, maybe you get three episodes in and then it's, like, too much of a hassle because you're tired or you're busy. And that's not to say, like, look, I'm not saying podcasting is, like, super duper difficult. Like, you know, as a, I mean, like, if it's, like, it, it has its difficulties, but, like, but it's not you know, that we, hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It's more of just the logistics, like coordinating stuff, uh, tech stuff, like getting the tech issues sorted out if there are any. 
but so for me because i'm a pretty face that doesn't do any of the back end stuff it's really easy (laughs) for me (laughs) no but like you know if you think about it it'd be so easy to be like you know man like i've just like you keep putting off recording that next episode because it's like you're busy Mm -hmm. you're busy you're busy and then all of a sudden the show's just dead and don't worry we weren't gonna die it's just you know i've started grad school and it's work life has kind of hit like kind of a busy season which i assume it'll eventually sort of dwindle back down for you because work yeah it's it's already starting to yeah like to give you an example though i worked 12 hours monday 10 tuesday 10 wednesday and then eight thursday today yeah like like it's it's coming back to normalcy now yeah and you can't just obviously because i don't want you to anyway you can't disclose what you're doing but if if you're doing like any project there's like a life cycle right and at some point it sort of starts Mm -hmm. to get to the we're wrapping things up so like you know work ebbs and flows like that you know school will keep you busy work will keep you busy but you know we were just sort of it was just like that's the thing i'm sort of 100 the timing of it was super awkward with like what was going on in our personal lives so it sucks that it kind of had to get pushed back a little bit but maybe it's good in a way because we got to get some people involved and whatnot but yeah yeah man it's weird we're at episode 100 and how many episodes are left i don't know as many as we want to make really you know this doesn't have to blow up for there to keep being episodes yeah i mean i think the good thing about this is that we do it as a hobby you know Mm -hmm. so as long as it's fun to us we'll just keep doing it yeah and if it was like a profet if if we were getting paid for this first of all aiden and i wouldn't be busy with anything else because this would literally be our job so yeah uh, you know but that's you know uh it's i'm just i think i'm happy you know like obviously yeah do you dream we we aspire to put out good content and that this Mm -hmm. thing grows and like we we do our we try our best to try and like reach new people and do all that stuff but at the end of the day like if it doesn't go anywhere it's fine because we're kind of happy where it is nonetheless so yeah i'm I'm happy that there's anyone that right yeah yeah, I'm happy that anyone what listens consistently, inconsistently, whatever. Like, if anybody even bothers to check it out. Yeah, if you've like, dropped in, we appreciate you. Yeah, that's yeah. no, awesome. But uh, yeah, yeah, so we, just thank you to everybody. We all appreciate yes, you, of course. every creamer out there. Yeah, and I think speaking of appreciating creamers, you want to go ahead and kind of get into what like this kind of. I think one of the biggest parts of this episode is going to be right. Let's go ahead and yeah. Uh, some bury the lead a little bit um so as you know if you've listened to the show regularly or intermittently or how listen to an episode or two but you've like seen the tweets uh when new episodes come out we do have guests uh whenever we can get them uh, a lot of these are people that ada knows i know or mutuals and it's very interesting, right? Because there's everyone has a perspective, right? Like anyone can start a podcast. And the reason for that is, well, one, the accessibility of the tools to make a podcast. It's very accessible nowadays. But two, it's because mm-hmm. like everyone has something to say. So oh, yeah. it's been a true pleasure bringing all the people that have been guests on the show on the show. Uh, not only from just people who are, you know, friends who want to be on the show, but friends and acquaintances who have their own shows as well whether it be uh, John who has uh, the, the, I don't, I post-credit brews. Yeah. Post-credit brews. I was going to say it's like a good, it's a really good movie podcast. Everyone likes, everyone likes a discussion with a little alcohol thrown into it. So like, Always. yeah. So post-credit brews is good. Uh, of course, Jason's unique 2100 podcast. And Jason's like a, 
hustler of a journalist. So it was really cool, honestly, for him to reach mm-hmm. out to us kind of unexpectedly. So Jason, we thank him for that. David, you know, with his marketing. DKM Capital. Yep. Yeah. Which that's not, the like, thing. It's yeah, right. no, we we all appreciate everyone that's come through and like, you know. Yes. We got more guests in the future. I got plenty of people that want to be on the show that we haven't had the chance to do yet. Yeah, we and, have to look. Yeah, it's coordination, right? Because like the yeah. thing is, right? Like when we were like an undergrad, a lot and it was our friends who were coming on the show. A lot of them were in undergrad too. So while you're busy during undergrad, it's a little easier to coordinate because there is some sort of commonality between schedules if you're all kind mm-hmm. of in that undergrad but some of like from I can even just speak from my friends some of them are in graduate school like I am some of them are working some of them have like moved completely to a different part of the country to, to pursue graduate school work whatever so we'd love that we're gonna plan on having more guests it's just you know coordinating that's always a bit tricky yeah, and absolutely you know, like when we list the, just those three guests alone, by the way, who have podcasts, right? Those are all three different podcasts. One's a film podcast with like sort of an, like you learn a lot about like brewery beer stuff as well, which I think mm-hmm. is a nice touch. Uh, Jason's 2100 podcast is sort of just like an, it's like just kind of an, I don't even know how to describe it. There's sort of like this sort of time capsule. That's the best. Yeah, like an oral history podcast. for the people of 2100. Yeah. And then with David, you're looking at marketing and finance stuff that's always really complicated and leaves people with a feeling of FOMO distilled Mm -hmm. in a way that's a little more accessible. So that's three. And then that's just the people with podcasts. Obviously, everyone who comes on the show has a perspective or like there's there's just so much. There's different things everyone brings to the table. You know, we've had Lindsay on plenty of times, a couple of times. Right. And Lindsay, always a treat to have on. But, you know, like think about it this way. Lindsay, we talked to her a lot about Taylor Swift and Glee, Nick. Brockhampton like everyone sort of has like something that they something really specific they bring to the table along with their personality and I think it's just been really cool to give Mm -hmm. people and we're not a big platform but I think it's been really cool to see people sort of you know be excited or be into the offer like sort of just be into working with us and coming on the show and someone like even Nick who uh, works for the who uh, for as part of his job he's doing a podcast as well right you know, so yeah, it's yeah. cool to see that sort of that. stuff. So, yeah. you know, whether you, you know, to all the guests, thank you very much. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, I'm not just saying, oh, the ones with, pod- we're not just highlighting the ones who have podcasts. Every one of you, it's been a treat to have you on. It's always fun doing the episodes. Uh, to all my friends, thank you. To all my friends from back home specifically, thank you for coming on. Sure, the episode where all of us were on was fucking painful and I hated editing it. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even think I did a great job with it, but it was fun. And I'm not going to yeah. forget the like sort of booking out the room in the library that had like the round table with the mics. So <laughs> thank you to everyone. This is kind of where this ramble goes. And we kind of wanted to involve all the people who have been on the show. And Aiden can kind of, you want to explain what we're doing here? Yeah. So we got um, audio from a lot of former guests uh audio and some paragraphs as well they wrote out for us to read um they basically just talking about things that they remember from the show like from the show favorite moments things like that uh we have a series of them i've checked out most of them a little bit Mm -hmm. uh just to make sure audio is good and just kind of get a feel for what's going to happen on it i already want to say that everyone's kindness and just thoughts towards us i very much appreciate and it goes a long way. Uh, yeah. And then after all that, too, we're going to react to one 
that I've been told not to open until now. And that yeah. was from Jason. So I have no idea what's going to happen. My guess is it's going to be like the roast of me and Vasant. Or, or yeah. it's a Trojan and the podcast is destroyed forever because my computer died. <laughs> That'd um, be a good one too. <laughs> I'm, I'm betting i'm betting comedy central style roast i was kind of thinking that too like it's sort of like a okay. tongue-in-cheek sort of thing and by the way to all the guests who just look and like i, I kind of mentioned it with people sort of you know doing stuff in their life finishing their undergraduate studies going to graduate school working whatever your sort of life's path is taking you people are busy so if you're a guest and you're listening to this and you were too busy you know you, you just weren't able to make time to like sort of record something write something or yeah stuff just happens right and so yeah to no all shame. the guests no once again i want to reiterate we've appreciated having you on and we do appreciate the guests that were able to sort of contribute audio uh text whatever the case may be so i just yeah, wanted to definitely because not every guest is here unfortunately but we understand that life sort of just happens right this episode is an example of that this is supposed to come out like a week and a half ago two weeks ago and we're still yeah. just recording it now on a Friday and who knows when I actually end up editing and uploading it. So, <laughs> um, anyway. so yeah, with all that said, and before uh, we get think, into it, actually, yeah, I'm just going to explain. So like, if you're listening to this, what we're going to end up, and I just, you know, this is like sort of back end stuff, but I yeah, might as well just tell you what's going to happen. So me and Aiden are going to listen to these, but in order to make sure you guys can hear them like clearly and like, you know, you can get, you know, sort of experience it with us what it's going to happen is we're going to listen to them, but it's actually for the listener. It's going to cut when we start listening to them and you'll hear all of the audio clips sort of back to back to back. And then we'll react to them. And then for the ones that are paragraphs, those obviously you know, just will be read out loud. Right. So yeah. Without further ado, we're going to go ahead and get right into listening to it. Hopefully you enjoy listening to these clips as well. Hi, Vasant and Aiden. Congrats on 100 episodes. I'm so happy and proud of you guys. I just wanted to say uh, my favorite moment with the podcast was probably when I came on with a bunch of our friends from high school just about one to two years back and we were all able to sit together and talk about a bunch of different topics and talk about school and, and just enjoy the time with each other. Again, congrats guys. I'm really proud of you. Hey guys, it's Lindsay. So happy to be celebrating your 100th episode with you and so happy that I could be a guest two times and I hope more in the future too. Um, I love the way, even before I could ever be a guest, I love the way that you guys um, tackled so many different topics, sports, music, movies, shows, serious world events, and that you're able to um, be more serious, but then also tackle absolutely ridiculous things too. Um, I loved being able to educate you guys about Taylor Swift and also explore my trauma from the show Glee. And one of my recent favorite episodes has been your Glee tier list. So um, once again, I wish you guys the best of luck and so happy that I could be a part of it. Hey, it's Nick. And my favorite memory of the show is probably something that actually happened after the episode was released. Um, it was the first episode I was ever on, and apparently I said some really ludicrous things, and my friend made a drinking game out of the episode, where you had to guess if it was something that I actually said, or just something outrageous that he made up. And to his credit, it was a very difficult game. So yeah, that'd be my favorite memory. 
what's up, Aiden? What's up, Vasanth? What's up, Creamers? It's uh, it's John Mangan, Aiden's youngest brother. And I wanted to just let you guys know, congrats on 100 episodes. It's, it's really a milestone when you think about it because the amount of time and dedication that takes for something that two guys who are just genuinely, generally good friends and, you know, are interested in creating things and interested in creating something kind of bigger than their friendship. And, you know, you guys... You guys are definitely doing something great. And I hope you guys continue because when Aiden told me he wanted to start a podcast or he had started a podcast, I was like, wow, that's stupid. Like, you're going to have like three episodes and then, you know, school and life is going to take over. But I mean, here you are. So you guys showed great resilience. You guys, you know, you were consistent, uh, as consistent as can be in your situation. And yeah, um, in my episode, we talked about the legend of Humongous. At least it was the first episode I was in. And I wanted you guys to, to know that um, this is a humongous accomplishment. All right? So uh, keep it up. Keep making episodes. I listen every now and then. You know, I check in. And if you ever need another guest to talk about anything, it'll be a, it'll be a humongous pleasure of mine. All right, guys. Thank you. What I really like about the Half and Half podcast are the conversations. Um, you know, it's what people go and listen to a podcast for, and it's definitely what Aiden and I covered in our Nostalgia Bunker episode. Uh, you can always count on it for a laugh, some intriguing content, um, and it is a quality, quality podcast. What's up, Creamers? It's Cardi K. May or may not remember me. I was on Six Guys, Two Mics with a bunch of my old high school friends. Um, Probably my favorite moment of being on the podcast was just spewing out all the shit that we were. We talked about so many different things. It was just really fun, great energy, and I absolutely love the experience. Congrats, Aiden. Congrats, Vasant. You guys are awesome. Love you guys. Keep it up. Peace. And wasn't that just beautiful? Uh, Welcome back. You've been listening to the same stuff we've been listening to. Obviously, it sounds a lot. Uh, sounds better for you guys than if I were to just play it off my phone or something for you. And we're just going to like kind of reflect. Actually, before we, uh, Aiden, you can, I'll let you make this call. Do you want to reflect on some of the, the audio we've heard and then read off the paragraph ones and then move to Jason's? Or do you want to read off the paragraph ones and then, you know, like sort of, how do you want to play Let's that? read the paragraphs now and then yeah, we'll okay. talk about all of them. Yeah. All right. So who are I'll, you I'll start off out with, first? what's that? Who are you reading off first? I'm going to do David first. Shout out David. Took us to the moon. He did take us to the moon that episode. Um, So David said, my favorite part of the show is definitely the memes that are associated with each episode when they're marked on Twitter. I always look forward to what meme might put together. And it gives me a great preview into how entertaining the episodes are. I appreciate that because I put time. That's your, yeah, that's that's kind of your thing because. I forget what it was like wasn't it like it's like sophomore year because right? we started the podcast during that year yeah and I think you had had like a I don't know did you have like a I don't know if you ended up doing it but didn't you have like an internship with like a podcast company or something yeah like publishing house as podcast thing yeah and I kind of at that point I think you and I both were like hey like it's it'd be good for you anyway just like you know maybe I don't know I think at some point we're just like hey Aiden you should do the Twitter because I think it would have been because I think you're good at like being personal on Twitter anyway. When because there was a period where we were just sort of whoever had time was tweeting stuff out. I still tweet yeah. out. I usually just tweet out updates, and sometimes I'll tweet out the episode of Aiden's super busy. But and yeah, then you I've, sort of I've just mostly become the Twitter thing, man, right? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I've mostly become the Twitter guy at this point. I, I'm happy that someone like recognizes so. my hard work. <laughs> you no, know, you like Aiden legitimately puts thought into these memes. He comes up with them. I feel bad that work's been kind of putting you down under because I feel like it's hampered yeah. your creative process a little bit. I don't know because my uh, anti-sex bed one was really good. That one was tough. Like I don't know where you pull that one out of, but that one was good. I I will explain my process to that. I got a picture of a, a headline. Then I overlaid a picture of a bed. And then I overlaid our logo as the blanket. <laughs> Super rigged together, gerrymandered, but it was good. It was worth it. Uh, yeah, so, wait, Vasant, you hear me? I think I lost Vasant for a second. You good? All right, there you are. I couldn't hear you for a second. Okay, okay. I think there's some audio issues, some technical issues. Anyway, just go ahead and re explain your creative process for that one again, just to make sure that. Okay, yeah. Um, so what I did, I went on Google. I went to Google Images, and I found a headline for the mm -hmm. anti-sex Olympic beds. Yeah. Screenshot of that, right? Yeah. And then I took a screenshot of a bed from a bird's eye view, put okay. it over the picture in that. Uh huh. And then I went onto Twitter took our right. logo, and then put it over the bed where the blanket would be. Not art. See, this is how Picasso comes up with masterpieces. It's impressive. That was one of my best ones ever, I think. I'm happy. I'm glad he appreciates your meme work. And I also like how you threw in how we market the episodes. Meme marketing, Aiden. This this man is always grinding. That's the thing about David. That's why, I also, that's why he knows about you, you are a meme marketer. Yeah, I'm a meme the marketer. forefront of marketing, Aiden Mangan. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, well, thank you, David. Uh, thank you, David. I, I, we appreciate yeah. the comments. I'm sure Aiden especially appreciates that you like his memes. <laughs> he puts a lot of effort into it. So. All right. So, next up then is Leah. Uh, she says, "Hey, y'all. Here's my little text. I do, in <laughs> fact, expect Aiden to read it in a Jersey accent. <laughs> hey, Kremas. I'm happy we made it all the way to episode 100. I loved being a guest host." And talking about things that we're all passionate about, like the horror of New Jersey and how the after cinematic universe is truly cursed. It's truly. A great all the laughs that Aiden, Vasant, and I have had on and offline have made this podcast so special to me. Stay creamy, everybody. And here's to another 100 episodes. Let me know if you need anything else. Oh, that wasn't part of the message. <laughs> it's it's fine. <laughs> uh, well, hopefully we do have another hundred episodes. We can't we can't promise anything, honestly. The way life seems to work. So yeah, I, I think Leah's gonna be mad at me for the Jersey accent I gave her. <laughs> Why was it not good? Or was it... <laughs> because it was a man's. <laughs> I think she's gonna she be. She didn't specify the sex. <laughs> she didn't of the say person. which type. So can you do a woman's Jersey accent? I don't think I could that well. Yeah, so maybe she just expected you to read it. Because you were reading it anyway in your normal voice. So, like, I don't... I mean, yeah, that's how I talk. That's how I sound, you know? Like... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out to Leah. Uh, I hope she's doing well. She's a, she is working now, right? Uh, you yep, actually got to working visit hard. her, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I visited her in Richmond. She's doing well. She's working hard. Um, Leah is a good friend of mine. Very much appreciate her friendship. Uh, she was through, very nice. Yeah, very nice person. Been through a lot with her. 
very grateful of how she stuck by me in general. That she and, has supported um, the show immensely, yes. whether it's stepping in to be a guest host when I had to step away or like mm-hmm. this, that, that, the, the cinephiles is sort of young, I guess, as far as like, cause just the amount of episodes are out, but that after episode yeah. is truly fantastic. <laughs> I'm very happy to hear that. I thought it was really funny. That's a yeah. hell of a movie franchise, you know? It is. It's crazy. And, and Leo will be back on. So will David. So will everybody. So will pretty much everyone things. on this list. If we yeah, can everyone's always invited back on. And before we continue, obviously, let's talk about the audio that we listen to and sort of go yeah, in order. So first up, you heard Arjun there. Uh, he's grinding stuff out. He's also in grad school right now. And Arjun, uh, as uh, Aiden's brother John described him, Indian Mr. Rogers, just really always is. the nicest, always most caring person. Very, you know, he's always usually, he's, he's a very supportive individual, you know? Yeah, no, I, yeah, Arjun's one of the nicest people I know, honestly. Like just yeah, true, genuine, gentle, and kind nature, you know? Yeah. Been a great guest. He's been on a good amount of times at this point. I think, right? He I think he's our most that anyone's he's ever a very been on. it's hard to say because he's also like he's like kind of he's one of the the listeners who's also very vocal. Like he's not on Twitter, but he texts us a lot about episodes and yeah. stuff. So I think he's been on four times. Wow. <laughs> So a 25th of all episodes are Arjun. Congrats, Arjun. And also, yeah. uh, shout out, I'm glad that your favorite moment, like, look, like I said, that was a very fun, that's a very good memory. It was also my personal hell to edit. So <laughs> I'm know. sure it's your least favorite episode because of that. <laughs> it's my least favorite episode because I listened to it and I also like feel like I could have done a better job with it. But as a memory, it's a very good memory. It was fun. <laughs> I don't know the next time that all of us will be in a room together ever again because everyone's off doing their own thing. So mm-hmm. it was fun. Yeah, I yeah, Arjun is a great supporter of the show and us in general as friends. Like, yeah. love the kid. Uh, really hope good things are gonna happen for you at Wake Forest, man. Yeah, he's grinding right now. So shout out to Arjun. Believe it. And uh, next up, we had Lindsay, who is sort of like Arjun, right? Like multiple guests, uh, pretty inter- interactive. Two-time guest, online. yeah. So um, that was also very nice of her. Uh, I really appreciate sort of, obviously, like, you know, I'm glad that she enjoyed the Glee tier list. I enjoyed the tier list episodes when we do them. I think it's like a fun thing to throw in. I like how we yeah. always throw them in after we talk about something really serious, too. Oh, yeah, because it's a nice way to blow off steam. It's, yeah, it, it's a Glee result- tier list after Trevor Bauer. <laughs> yeah oh god it, like the episode like topic yeah list right yeah we were like man trevor bauer is a terrible human being let's talk about glee <laughs> speaking of trauma let's talk about glee so yeah <laughs> yeah, it, yeah Lindsay's very nice and uh i really it's 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 so interesting sort of like from from my perspective and it, you know like is like you know i know your brother i've never met aiden's older brother right no you <laughs> haven't he's an enigma to you that just like even though we, we interact icon. like i think at this point daily on twitter because yeah. we have a dm group chat and yeah. then it's funny how like Lindsay ends up sort of following the account right because uh, she's dating larry which happy for the both of them obviously and then yep. it's just sort of kind of develops into like eventually it's like we interact with her a bunch and it's like hey come on the show you know, well, they, we, we've been a podcast slightly longer than they've been dating. You want to know why I know that? Mm. So we were, t- they were talking about how, and this is my big thesis always, how pop radio is just like super racist, you know, 
Yeah. And that is your thing. He sent to her, and this is before they were like officially dating, I think. Episode three, which has me talking about Ariana Grande and the Seven Rings thing. Yeah. And sent that to her. And she was like, oh, they're actually like enjoyable and good at this, you know? And she's been it's a creamer funny, since. Because that episode is the earliest episode that's technically still available. Because I think episode one and two ended up just sort of disappearing because we had initially we were a SoundCloud yeah. podcast before we realized how limited SoundCloud really is. So are they up on YouTube? They are. I think they exist on YouTube. They exist somewhere. Uh, the YouTube channel thing. I we don't do that because that would just that's just too much processing power. I yeah. Don't know. If if they're up on YouTube, Vasant, maybe we could YouTube MP4 them and release them as like the lost episodes. Yeah, it's I might. We might 100. do that. We'll be like, we'll like do like a special loss. I, I maybe I'll like, uh, if I have time, I'll like take our logo and like I'll sort of add like a little like oldie vinyl effect to it and make <laughs> that the cover art for those episodes. That'd be good. I that'd think be that'd be a fun cool, thing to right? celebrate. People could hear how we could hear how bad we used to be. It's not to say we're great at it. I think we're pretty good now. But like, God, yeah. maybe oh, maybe part of episode one hundred and one, we should react to episode one. We should, yeah, maybe. How about uh, we'll we'll plan this later. Uh, we'll plan this. Yeah, off, we'll, we'll off talk about this later. But, These are just things I hey, can throw it around. Hey, hey, you, you see the process happening right now? Boom, 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 sparks, baby. <laughs> also, the fact Lindsay thought we were pretty good at it when we were probably our worst at it, if you compare relative to now. Well, I'll say this: like, I think I think we had a pretty good knack, honestly. We already had the chemistry, right? Because we yeah. we had been friends for like over a year plus at that point, right? And, yeah kind of clicked so so i i think i think we had that baseline so like i think we are better at it now obviously but i'm happy we were entertaining from the start yeah and i really appreciate and i think that's something that like i think we pride ourselves on is like yeah we do talk about a lot of stuff and i've always heard like you don't want your podcast to be too scattershot but if we're being honest the best stuff like and everyone has their interest by the way i think the podcast with specific topics are really good we we literally Mm -hmm. have we have three guests who have very specific themes to their shows but sort of like i think the way you and i look at it is like the stuff that goes on around us it obvious this is a very obvious statement it impacts us on a daily basis like you think about it you talk about it you vent about it it upsets you and uh sort of like and um he's our freaking twitter header too isn't he Oh, Sweeney? Yeah. Sweeney, yeah. Like, it's like you've, we've sort of like opened the door to a, the, our like little porch and we're like inviting you to sit on a chair with us and just talk about shit. Mm-hmm. And there's something, I don't know, you want to say cathartic, therapeutic, whatever about it. So I think that's. Oh, this the is therapy. Yeah. Instead of, instead of going to therapy, I definitely have a podcast. Yeah, like, we have a podcast. <laughs> and on top of that, too, we have the. And like specifically, and I pride our, I think this is a thing. We talk about some really serious stuff because it needs to get talked about, but we're able to sort of, I think we give like pretty, I think we talk about that stuff well, but then I think it's, I think we're good at pivoting off of that and being like, okay, this is serious, but let's move on to something a little, a little more joyous, you know? Well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a hell world, but it doesn't have to be, you know? We're all just laughing. That's how I think. Together. (laughs) Yeah. Like that, that's what I think about the world. Like my whole, like, life uh worldview it's like it can be hell it really can be and if you let yourself kind of get sucked into it it will be hell but if you can also just kind of find the fun things in between it's not that bad no not really but then again i'm like 
one of the most optimistic people i'm told so like i know it doesn't yeah, I, work i for think everybody. there's something to be said about like sort of accepting how ridiculous everything is and then sort of it's like look it's ridiculous but like what are we going to do about it what are you going to say about it like you know you just kind of you have to go in knowing it's going to be ridiculous you know what i mean yeah and, and look i just of... want to grill for god's sake that's like the thing at the end of the day okay. <laughs> here we go with the grill but grill thank filled, you man. Lindsay. once again that was very kind yes. of you uh, and then after Lindsay, we listened to Nick's, uh, Nick's favorite moment, uh, which that's an also, a very, that's an earlier episode, Nick's appearance. Let me see if I can find it on this list, Aiden, if you want to just talk while I look for it. Yeah, um, Nick mentioned the fact that one of his roommates made a drinking game out of the Half and Half podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. If we ever go big, it's definitely where that's something we're off the market, because like that, it was, it's a super fun thing where it just took quotes from the episode. And we yeah. had to guess, like, was it real or not? Um, I mean, it's Danny's favorite quote of all time is giant dong of a burrito, which comes yeah. from episode <laughs> 27. I was going to guess Saint around Nick yeah. and Richie's dick. Wait, what was it? St. Nick? And Richie's dick. Because I believe this is after we <laughs> oh. saw Injury Reserve or something. Yep. And yep. Yeah. Yep. No, that was good. That was a fun episode. Both of our Nick episodes are really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Nick was Nick's been a great guest. We'll definitely have him on again mm-hmm. in the future. Absolutely. When he's not busy. Uh the next audio we'll listen to is from uh John Mangan himself. Uh, as I told Aiden after we listened to it, I felt like I was at a football game and we were down 10 and I had to go get a stop on fourth down. Yeah. Very and John just very got you coach speak, but like in the best way possible, obviously. Yeah, I, I feel bad because the two times we've had John's on, we've had audio issues. You know? Yeah, we have. We, we'll have to bring him on again and actually get, like, good audio for once. <laughs> yeah, John's fun to talk to on the podcast because he's got a lot of – he's just he's – a, he's a character. But, like, I don't – I mean that in, like, a complimentary sense, right? Like No, of course, yeah. John, John is one of a kind. I can tell you yeah. that as his brother. He's a one-of-a-kind person. I can't yeah, really it, say much else I, about Yeah, I'm kind of joking. Saying, like, oh, it was like, I felt like I was getting a halftime speech. But it was very genuine and it was very nice. Mm-hmm. And – I mean, I, I appreciate the candidness of thinking it was fucking stupid that we started the show because I agree. I, I don't think even we thought we'd make it this far. We were just like, let's just take it an episode at a time. Oh, yeah, yeah. And see what happens, right? Because we weren't like, oh, we ha- let's try and go for five. Let's try and go for 10. We weren't doing these like milestone things. It was just like, no, no. let's try and get them out once a week. And then if we can't, if something precludes us from getting it out weekly, just try and get the next one out as soon as we can. And we did that. Yeah. It, it was an objectively stupid idea, you know? <laughs> it was objectively stupid to think, like, with no evidence, right? Because we had recorded zero episodes that this was going to last more than 10. And the yeah. biggest hurdle was the first summer after we had started. The summer sessions, as we mm-hmm. coined those, like, record. I was recording out of Hunt Library by myself. Hayden was recording from home with his computer that just couldn't work properly. Yeah, just <laughs> randomly crash and things, like, yeah. And we just sort of made it work. You know, I had to, uh, singing the audio was a bitch and stuff for that, all of that. Oh, but absolutely. We, yeah. we worked through it, you know? Yeah, no. And I think, again, the summer sessions were fun. All of our, all of our, we're a remote podcast entirely at this point. So we, we make it work. It's fun. So yeah. granted, Zoom is a lot better than what we were rigging up at that point. But absolutely. Thank you, Jason Peters, for that. <laughs> He was the one that opened our eyes to that. He was just like, just use Zoom. And it's like, yeah, you're fucking right, man. <laughs> you're like, why are we doing this? 
but yeah, yeah thank really you that yeah thank you once again to john really kind words and then mm-hmm. last audio clip before we get into jason series from john how do you say his last name i don't want to say it wrong lutz lutz, lutz. john lutz post-credit bruise uh on a, on an episode of the podcast that i imagine was probably especially kind of cool for you to do because you just kind of took a trip down memory lane right yeah it was a nostalgia bunker as he said i think that was a good word for it you, little, you know what i appreciate uh, about john yeah like so what happened was the way that he wound up being on that episode we had to put an episode out we knew that we were going to record monday night sunday you text me and you say like hey i can't do it this week for whatever reason yeah i forget and why, but something happened yeah and like so something happened what i you know things happen and i was like "Ooh, all right but i like really want to get an episode out and I was at a barbecue sitting next to John and I know John had a podcast podcast. I listened to it before. I just kind of turned to him. I was like, want to be a guest on my show tomorrow? He's like, all right. <laughs> it's cool as fuck about it. And also you've yeah. been on his show too. You did the Snyder mm-hmm. cut, didn't you? Yeah, that was a fun time. I, I really had a great time with that. I have, I'm going to have to reach out to John because I have an episode idea for Cinephiles that I want. Um, that I want the post-credit bruise guys on for. I think it's going to be a fun one. That'd be good. Yeah. It'd be great to have John again. I like, I like uh, John's words were very nice. Uh, very, mm-hmm. like had like, like a professional podcast edge to them. You can tell John's like just been podcasting. John's he's just got, just got the pro energy. I really appreciate, appreciate saying it. we were very quality, you know? <laughs> hey, we always put it quality content, baby. Brewing it up. Oh yeah. Even though this neither of us really drink coffee, but hey, fuck it. Um, <laughs> we're drinking a Coke on the fucking logo. Like, <laughs> That's right, we are. Are we yeah, going to get so... sued for that? <laughs> I... <laughs> we'll I mean, deal with that. If, if we blow up, we'll deal with that. I don't. I wouldn't think so, though, because it's not really like that prominent on the, the take, take it as free advertising, Coca-Cola. Yeah, exactly. Make it partnership like it with us. We can make a half and a half Coke. I don't know what the other half is. What goes well with Coke? Uh, Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> yes, make a half and half collab with Pepsi. Yeah. Half Coke, half Pepsi, finally together. <laughs> Kendall Jenner thought she half fixed racism soda. with Pepsi. <laughs> nah, we united Pepsi and Coke. We re- we gonna <laughs> fix racism with that. America is gonna heal. We brought together <laughs> Coke and Pepsi. Oh man, that'd be great. But thank you, John, once again really appreciate it and now so much listeners sort of our uh, last but not least for this uh once again really appreciate every guest who's been on the show and we especially do also appreciate those who were able to send stuff in obviously if you couldn't once again we understand no hard feelings we get life yeah. happens and so we hope you guys have enjoyed sort of this little like retrospective getting to study here from some of the voices you've also heard on the show we're going to listen to Jason here. It's kind of the same drill as before. We're going to listen to it. You'll also hear it, and then we'll talk about it, and we'll just go Oh, from my there. God. It's three minutes long. What did he do? Oh, Lord. Well, <laughs> see y'all in three minutes. <laughs> What's up, creamers? This is Jason Peters, uh, host of the 2100 podcast, employee of Hot 97, and investigative journalist. I had a great time uh, on the Half and Half podcast. Uh, we did a Christmas episode that was like a... Uh, a movie episode, which is something I always wanted to do, and it's fun to hear Vasanthanate and go back and forth about different topics, like the uh, baby specifically, mostly the baby. The podcast is mostly about the baby, um, from what I've gotten, 
And you know what else I think about the podcast? Because uh, I had a great time on, and I liked doing the movie podcast, but they didn't invite me back. So for that, I, I have to diss them. That's right, I'm freestyling, baby. Get high, motherfuckers. Get live, motherfuckers. You're gonna die, motherfuckers. Who shot you? Me, bitch, coming for your neck, bitch. Coming for your throat, bitch. Something like a necklace. And I'm coming for you, Visanth. Even though nothing rhymes with Visanth, so I have to. Come for Aiden. Lost in every game that he ever played in. That bitch wasn't nobody's favorite. He'll never be on the A-list, so that's right, I'm hating on you, Aiden. Because your name fucking rhymes with shit, unlike Vasanth. And you know why I'm dissing Vasanth? Cause nothing rhymes with Vasanth. Cause nothing rhymes with Vasanth. Cause nothing rhymes with Vasanth. And there's a bunch of fucking podcasts with the name Half and Half. You guys should change that. You guys should change that. Change your name. Change the game. Stop the blame. Brum, brum, brum. Insane in the membrane. Insane, got no brain. Insane in the membrane. Insane, got no brain. And I'm coming for you, Vasanth. Even though nothing rhymes with Vasanth. But I'm gonna kill Aiden. Cause he wasn't nobody's favorite. Invite me back, maybe this Christmas season, to do the same thing we did last time, but with a different Christmas movie. And maybe I picked the movie, because I know lots of movies. Or you guys could pick it, because it's your show, but, uh, you know. But I'd, I'd like to come back on, and I congratulate you on 100. 100 of anything is a lot, except for people. It's not that many people. Unless those people die. 100 dead people is a lot more than 100 alive people. Um, but yeah, to that effect, uh, happy 100th episode. Um, I obviously don't mean any of the things I said, except actually nothing does rhyme with Visanth. I've, I've thought about it for a few minutes, like t- did a couple takes. And this was actually the least offensive and best one, so... Uh, shout out to the Creamers. You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? <laughs> oh, that. Well, oh we that gotta clap amazing. back. That was amazing. Oh my god. Well, Jason, give us the three, two, one. Give me the three, two, one. Okay. Three, two, one. Adam, what the fuck? What the hell? <laughs> you know, Aiden and I, we predicted that it was probably going to be like a roast, like a Comedy Central thing. And then I heard the fucking, the, I forget what, that's like a beat that's like, it's a popular beat, but like, yeah. oh my God. But he oh, said he was, was... going to kill me. Go like, can I point that out? <laughs> he threatened my life. <laughs> Dude, that shit was so good. Like, it started out, and I was like, okay, yeah, you know. God, dude, Jason's one funny motherfucker, dude.
Yeah, dude, that's crazy. Oh, I, my stomach hurt. Oh. Okay, so Vasant, we we have to clap back, right? We have to clap back. I mean, I don't know. Whenever Jason hits another milestone and asks us to talk about it, sure. No, we're dropping the diss track tomorrow, dude. Like <laughs> tomorrow, dropping it tomorrow. We're put. We're bringing the YouTube channel back. We're putting it on. Hey, you know, like, this shit was kind of hard though. Like coming for your neck, bitch. Something like a necklace. Necklace. Okay. That was pretty good. Nothing rhymes with the sod, the nice little hook. Yeah, I like that. You took the fact that you couldn't rhyme it into a hook. I like That's that. That's smart. I, I like how the first verse was dissing, <laughs> lost every game that he played it. <laughs> I was like, what games? <laughs> and then the podcast game, Aiden. <laughs> Clearly, yeah. Telling us to change the name of our podcast. <laughs> He's not wrong. Half and half podcast is the most original name. We just thought of it. And we're like, let's fucking roll yeah, with it. Let's roll with it. Um, also, I like how first verse is just like, like it's like it's insulted Aiden that are like kind of funny. And then just the second verse, is like I'm gonna kill, Aiden. I'm gonna kill Aiden. I'm going to murder Aiden. <laughs> yeah. wow. Also, we definitely have said we want to work with him again. <laughs> we will. We absolutely will. We definitely will. But after we get diss him, <laughs> Chris, yeah, another Christmas house would be a great thing. It'd be a great, great holiday tradition. Christmas it would be 2100 and Jason. Yeah, I'd love to have him back on. Oh, that was that was something, Jason. You put so much. Thank you for putting the the effort into putting that together. You clearly put in a lot of effort, which I appreciate. As you put into everything, you're a grinder, you're a hustler. Oh, we know that. I'm just it. waiting for the EP now. I am too. That was hard. That was hard. I feel <laughs> like you know how like they say like Lil Dicky's like comedy rap. Like that shit legitimately had me busted out. Uh, yeah, that was. Mm. I couldn't, I couldn't contain it. That was really fun. That was fantastic, Jason. Thank you so much for that. I'm so glad we waited. You told us to wait <laughs> to react to it. I'm happy that we didn't like, I'm happy. I legitimately did not peak. I'm happy I didn't. I also, had no like, idea what was going to happen. At the beginning, right? Like he was like, it's a podcast about the baby. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. It's mostly about, it's like, yeah, the half and half podcast. It's mostly about the baby. <laughs> Talk about the baby one episode. We've talked about the baby more than once. We the baby's been a regular occurrence, honestly. Yeah, because he's just you know. But like, I'm thinking like recently, it's because of the shit he said. And we could, I mean, we haven't recorded it since then. But like, he's not exactly been better since then. By the way, yeah, I know. I love it. Oh Um, my god. Okay. Well, now that I've got my breath back, thank you so much, Jason. But yeah, thank you so much, Jason. I'm not even kidding expect us to clap back i'm fully in we will we'll figure it we'll work on it Aiden. and We're thank clap you back. once again thank you to every single person who sent something in whether it was a paragraph or a voice memo we appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedules and lives to sort of celebrate this moment with us and if you're listening to this we really obviously appreciate everyone who listens to this show even if you only listen to one episode you took some time out of your life to listen to us two talk and that means a lot to us. So we appreciate it. And Aiden, how are we on time? Something I ask every episode. Um, let me see real quick. You know, I always got to check time. You know, 50 time minutes. Is money. 50? Okay. You know what? We're going to end it in the only way we know how. And maybe somehow through the internet, through the feel, through just sort of the vibrations of the universe, this man 
knew he had to come back because he knew we were hitting episode 100. I, this man... So, yeah. wait, what? No, you keep going. You keep going. This man is the basis of the Half and Half podcast gospel. He is the original whipping boy. And we were kind of sad when we had to say goodbye to him. He left us with probably sort of the best work he's dropped in a while. It was pretty good. And we were like, you know, wish him all the best. And obviously, anytime we've taken the piss out of him, it's in good fun. Obviously, we want him to be happy. and not. We don't hate this guy. We just want to say that. We don't hate. Yeah, we don't hate him. It's all all in good fun, right? Yeah, as a person, I kind of like him. You know, like, I don't have much We were talking about the art, man. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Then obviously, you know, for comedy, we get a little riled up. But Mm -hmm. he left and we were like, we said farewell to sort of a half and half staple. Someone who would sit in the lore of the podcast audio files forever. But he heard we were coming back. And he, he, now we were coming back, that we were hitting episode 100. And he decided to make a return. He Ladies knew. and gentlemen, for the first time in a long time, we're going to talk about, we're going to do a, a music review on the show. And for the first time in a while, it's Logic, everyone. Logic is back, everyone. So, Technically, he came back and he released like a song with, I think, Mad Lib or something, but it was like under a name or whatever. But whatever, this is the yeah. first project since, you know. You know, it's amazing because... He heard that we were dropping episode 100 soon, and he went, oh, my God, I've got to come back to back to back to back to back to back. <laughs> I was literally going to say that. i got to go back to back to back to back, back, back to back to back to back to back. Who else you know the quite back to back to back to back to back to back to back Also. Okay. Well, um, I now, now I know what the intro to this episode is. So it's got to be Actually, I have day. something special planned for the intro. Of this oh, you episode. do? So you'll hear it when okay. the episode comes out. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. But, hey, man. Back to back to back. <laughs> back to back to back. Oh, yes, yeah. sir. So, Bobby Tarantino. If there's two, th- there's a couple, there's a lot of things in life that aren't forever. Well, nothing in life is forever, but if there's anything that lasts like even less, like just so, like always never lasts, it's relationships from reality TV shows and rappers retiring. So, you know what? Okay, I just have to quickly stop. Okay. I'm really disappointed. You want to know why? Why? He calls himself Bobby. It's his name, right? Mm-hmm. But he didn't use the bar. I've been making money while I was retired. Call me Bobby Bonilla. Ooh. Wouldn't oh, that been hard? On. That would have been hard. I feel come like there's on. a Bobby Schmurder line he could have thrown in there too. Absolutely. Oh, come Act on, Logic. Like, yeah. Like, oh my God. Like, make uh, that's so easy. That's hard and that's so easy. It's so easy. <laughs> but let's just, okay. Anyway, let's just get to it, right? I mean, Bobby Tarantino 3, the third installment of the Logic. Uh, kind of album series the Bobby, Tar- Bobby Tarantino series kind of an interesting one to come back with I guess like it's sort of almost like yeah. a little bit of a I guess like it's sort of like the equivalent of like a player coming back from a bit of an hiatus whether that was like an injury or they need to step away and sort of you know their first couple games they're just kind of just you know they're kind of just going through the motions getting back into it so there's probably a Logic album on the way because what tends to happen with at least rappers who retire is they just need a little bit, they just need a break. You know, just need a break from the headspace of being a rapper and making music. And what I think ends up happening is naturally the itch comes back and they start putting tracks down, they start writing stuff. They don't usually stop doing those things even when they retire. But the pressure yeah. to like release something kind of goes away and that kind of brings back the passion. So it's not surprising that he's 
back, I guess. I don't know. This is sort of like he came back to do this and he's going to be gone again for a while. Who knows? But yeah, who could even tell you? Whatever. Like, you know, <laughs> whatever you want to do. He does say towards the end of this album that he's working on an album or because it's like a mixtape right now. So he says he's working on an album. So I guess that's coming. But, you know, whatever. Whatever he wants to do, that's fine. So let's talk about Bobby Tarantino 3. Now, me and Aiden's ratings are kind of, they differ by a decent amount on our little album rating spreadsheet. But if I'm being mm-hmm. honest, it's, <laughs> I don't want to, like, so like Logic left with, uh, what was it no pressure right yeah which, which i like good I, I thought no pressure was good and i was like wow it's kind of like a bit of a bummer that he left doing kind of what like he left and he left on like his like he did what he he it was sort of like the it was like since like because i think if i had to rank his albums it would probably go his first one no pressure and then the incredible true story is fine but yeah i'd say it's about fair so, like, it sort of felt like it was, like, all of the stuff that, like, made him so appealing sort of fully realized again. The production was really good. And he sort of talked about things without sort of overdoing it or hamming it up. There was obviously touches of his influences there. There always will be. But felt like a just a true logic album and, like, in a good way, you know? And he comes back, right? And so either I'm hoping that it's really good or at least there's some comedically bad value to it. And there is some always, there's always some corny bars in any rap album. Yeah, I just want Bobby Tarantino 3 to be incredibly average in mid. And I found it to be incredibly below average. <laughs> and that's fair. Because honestly, and I could drop the rating for this, and I might by the time the year ends, it's kind of boring. Is the It is boring. It's really boring. which isn't what i wanted from logic when he comes back by the way i'd rather him be like so terrible it's funny (laughs) or good yeah this album is if you think if like aiden i assume like your lower rating is just because you probably just thought this was incredibly boring that's exactly why it's so low like it is the definition of why Let's start with In Troll, which I thought was the, the title already. I was like, oh, fuck no. Yeah, I was kind of like, I. <laughs> and then and he does this sort of like, he keeps doing like the rapper thing where like before the rap, you know, they go like, yeah, check it, check it. Check it. Hey, yeah, yo, yo. Yeah, yo, yo, turn yo. me up. Hey, yo, here we go. Like, you know, and he just does that for like, what, a minute or something. And then nothing actually yeah. ends up happening. And like, it's. I, I get I get it because it's a joke about him like coming out of retirement. So everybody's yeah. like, ooh, what's Logic gonna say first? You know, what's his first song? Whatever, you know? And it's just him going, hey yo, 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 yo. Yeah. Like I think in his mind, it was kind of like Kanye when you dropped Lift Yourself. Yeah. You know, where everybody's like, oh, Kanye's going crazy right now. Like he's like, What's up? Let's hear what Kanye has to say. And he's just going, scoop to the poop. Whoop to the scoop. Scoop? Yeah, it's it's the title is honestly more annoying than the actual intro concept because I think it's fine. There's nothing wrong with yeah, it. Yeah, whatever. It like it uh, didn't make me mad. It's it's a little corny, but I was like, whatever. Like, okay, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. And then we get into vaccine, which is the 
I think the worst song I've heard called the vaccine this year, because the only other one I've heard <laughs> is the Migos one, and I like the Migos one. The Migos one's fun. I still haven't listened to Culture Three, but the Migos song. I don't think we ever song. will, because I'm not interested. <laughs> I think I will eventually. To be fair, there's that. I do like the one song where they like do like there's like the video of them doing it with like a jazz band and stuff. That one's cool because it's That's different cool. sounding. It's the only. It's like yeah. sort of like Culture Two, where Stir Fry is the only different sounding one, and it's also the best. God, song. Stir Fry so good. Just want to say uh, that again. Stir fry is so good. Yeah, vaccine is not particularly bad. It just also just doesn't have anything it, going on. It doesn't have any bite. And the funny thing is, like, this sounds like it's supposed to be like the banger of the album. You know, like this yeah. is the one that's like get up, get moving, which is also really weird that you would put this as the first real track. Like, cause the first track I feel like would kind of have to be a little more explanatory, you know. But also, he's like, coming little, back from retirement, right? You want to kind of—I feel like you want to come in with a little bit of a punch or something, you know? Be like, I'm yeah. back, and this is what yeah, it's trying not to do. Like, sorry, go ahead. I just found this to be kind of toothless, and it's funny how you—I'm saying toothless. You're saying it has no bite because the hook has me yeah. saying him going like, "Yeah, just me and my dogs," but like, yeah. Dog ain't got nothing barking or nothing, bro. It's but it's like it's just it's just flat. You know? Yeah. If you're gonna make a statement for like why you're coming back, like give me a reason to listen. Like do something that like other rappers couldn't do. Like that's what I would say. If you're coming out of retirement, it's so weird that the first song is just supposed to be like a club banger. Yeah, it it's very fillery. Like you know, the hook, yeah. the chorus is not even. I don't care about the chorus really. The chorus is fine. It's the like the verse, like the yeah, yeah. I came back to the scene, came back with the team, like rap anything. I'm gonna do anything. I'm a rap. I'm a sing. Yeah, I'm back. I'm the king. Came back from the trap to supply all the fiends. Like, and then it goes right back to the chorus. The verses are like super short, verses. and it's okay. You don't have to go lyrical, miracle. You don't have to go super deep yeah. or anything. But there's not even like a funny line or like sort of like a punchy one. It's I, I, I genuinely forgot like a all weird these lyrics. First song. It's a yeah, it's a weird first song. We can't even make fun of like a corny line because there's just not much to it. I mean, here's something that's a little corny. Just me and the beats got you feeling defeat. <laughs> yeah, that's just a really bad. That's like a really boring rhyme. That's just a bad rhyme. Yeah, me and the beats got you feeling defeat. <laughs> yeah, and then from vaccine we go into get up, which might be one of the worst tracks on the album. I would absolutely agree. Just does not. It sounds like a demo. It doesn't sound like a complete song. Is this a song that sounds like a weird Juice World song? Like it's like Juice inspired, or is that a different? Get up, get up. That one, you know. Yeah, one of these songs has like a Juice World inspiration for sure. At Mm -hmm. least that's what I heard, but it might not be there. But like. This one is like typical. It kind of falls in the same lane as the one eight hundred song, where like the message and everything is good. It's nothing wrong with it. Obviously, it's a good message, but delivered in a very sort of bleh package. A song about falling and getting up is hard to be engaging to me when you only have two verses in it. These are also yeah, another issue with Bobby Tarantino three, and maybe it's to its benefit. Because of how flat the tracks are, all the tracks are short as hell. They are all so short. Like, I, I, I don't know why is this the re-entry onto the scene for him, you know? Like, I thought he'd yeah. want to come out more hungry. With a little bit of a pop. Yeah, because usually what happens is they take some time off. You sort of get the urge to 
like kind of like almost play again and then yeah. come back with that energy. But this one is really flat. And also like, I think there's like a, uh, if I remember, there's a bit of auto tune here. It's, you know, it's a bit sing songy and it just doesn't sound good, honestly. No, I've never Production been a fan of on this album. Song. Honestly, lets him down a decent bit. <laughs> But he, but he's not doing anything that I could go like the production's letting him down. Yeah, it's, I wouldn't the say production no, the production is not that is, good. The production is about as flat as he is most of the time. Yeah, but like it'd be one thing because I could come into this and be like, "Oh, Logic sounded really hungry. The beats were so and so, but he elevated the beats. The beats yeah. aren't elevating anything because the beats are just whatever. And he's also kind of whatever. So to, to give you an example of like what I think about with some with Avison, like Big Boss Rabbit by Freddie. It's the beat is pretty simple, you know, but the way that Freddie raps over it makes it like sound so much better. Yeah. And like he hates the song, but he's like so good on it. But these like the beats are kind of flat and he's flat, too. So it's like nothing. You don't get anything. Yeah, it's it's flat. I will say, look. Not all of this album is awful to me. There are, like, I think, let me look at my, I have a playlist. of. I think I pulled two off of this that I actually was, like, a decent fan of. Mm-hmm. But two songs can't save an album. And Not really, though. Call Me, like, it's just, I forget. Like, is Call Me the track that's the worst? Call Me's pretty bad. Um, it's another good intention one. That's Yeah, because like... it's about, like, sort of, like, when you need someone to talk to talk to me right yeah which is very nice by the way it's like being there for me. once again logic the reason i can't hate i'm well, hating is obviously a strong thing anyway but the reason i don't dislike the guy as a person is because he has such good sentiments when he makes a lot of this stuff like this is a yeah. very nice song and sentiment yet again but yet again it just doesn't you know you gotta execute on the idea though you can't just give me sentiment with nothing else yeah and it's it's just it, there's not much lyrics here. There's nothing really engaging. And there's like a two-minute instrumental outro. And it's not like a good instrumental particularly. So it's like, it's such a weird outro to have where it's just like, ooh, think on this, you know? And then like music. And yeah. you're just like getting bored. You're like, when is this going to end? And I'm not a big fan of the... Uh, addictions like a mud bath without a bar of soap. I think it's it's not terrible. It's like a good analogy, but I just I don't know something about it just didn't sit with me. But I'm not gonna. Well, I mean, I think what makes it worse is the fact that he then just goes, "Addictions like a mud bath without a bar of soap." In other words, it's impossible to <laughs> yeah, stay clean. That, that's probably why that sits worse with me because I don't think it's a terrible analogy. Terrible it's sort of like analogy. maybe quicksand. Like it's sort of like feels like you keep trying to get out but you can't. But like yeah. Um, I, I, I think it's funny to just like he feel like he had to explain it you know also like the weird I guess attempt at injecting a little humor with the life's a bitch but I'm a flirt trying to get up in that skirt come on now shouty get this work get it till I'm in the dirt just weird thing to put in this song also the life's really a bitch weird. stuff that's kind of been beaten to death it's right? so very life's a bitch I'm gonna fuck it yeah sort of fuck it up whatever so once again it's flat and this one's just a little cornier just like get up was yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, I, we skipped my way, I think. We did. Oh, we did. Yeah. This is the I worst song. This might be the worst song. I can't, I it, don't know. I'm going to say this for every song. You think it's my way? I think it is. Yeah, I think it might be. 
I do listen there's to one it. other one that i really don't like actually there's like two other ones that i really don't like but this is a really bad one and like it, it's he's kind of trying to do like a post malone type thing on this one this yeah this one has some this is one of the ones where he just goes kind of auto-tuny melodies and i don't think it works Nah, and like like he does like i think it's like basically the flow from candy pain in the first verse where he's like i'm on 10 homie i'm on 10 just me and my family and all my friends i think this one had a juice world energy to it this might have been this one too because i don't know if you can kind of hear that with like some of the juice world ish yeah. with the melody stuff i'm not saying it's exactly i, I say more post malone but i think yeah, yeah the emo I think that's in there too emo yeah. melody sort of stuff and the I don't know. Something about the on the dance floor bumping Jay-Z. Sip a little something and the night got hazy. I don't know why that reminds me of Party in the USA. (laughs) I know exactly why it is. Yeah, literally that just felt, I don't know. That's that's a bad song. A lot of these songs feel like um, cutting room floor songs. You know, That's really what it feels like to me. Um, So we skipped, uh, so my way, then call me. And then Inside, which is probably one of the better tracks on here, I think the production on this one actually worked. And the production, I remember listening to this, it kind of bogged my head. I was like, hmm, okay, the production here, it's got a bit a bit of, I like kind of, the, there's like a little grit to it. And then he comes mm-hmm. in with probably the most energy I think he's had on the entire album. Oh, you know, I like I like his flow he comes in on. He goes he starts in chopping feeling de- and like, yeah, this is I'm feeling depressed. I'm feeling like less. Him. I'm like, I'm not my best. I liked how he came in. Yeah, I'm feeling depressed. I'm feeling like, like, and here's the other thing too. He came in not only with like a lot of bite, like there was a lot of bite to what he was like the way he came in. This is an example of him talking about something that's like, it's like about anxiety and depression and some of the stuff he's dealt with. Right. Mm -hmm. And he's just really like upfront about it. And there's like a lot of, I don't know. This is an example of him, I think, executing on the concept and like him talking about when he slid his wrist in Pittsburgh, like that, that hit. Because that's real. Yeah, that's hard to. And hear. I'm not saying like you have to get into the, like the the realness, like the real events of your trauma, because that's hard to talk about. But I'm saying there's so much more of like an edge to this that it really hits you. And whoever he has on a hook does a great job, I think, singing. Yeah, I thought she did a nice job, uh, Cynthia Erivo. Erivo, yeah, I like this one. This was good. Yeah, I thought this was a pretty good song. I thought this was probably the strongest on the album, in my opinion. It's the most energy he ever shows on the entire it's, thing. It's, the thing is, it still feels a little bit like a demo because it's only like one verse, one outro thing with like the hook. Like, yeah, he's not on but, this album a lot. Yeah, but even even though it's short, I thought it worked. I thought this one was pretty good. I don't like Flawless at all. I hate flawless. Oh, is it because it's oh you hate it any? I mean, fair enough. You hate it anytime Logic raps about. I think this is probably about his wife, right? But like, it's just okay. It, the fact that I have to hear Logic say she say she can take all this rawness. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. It's in the chorus. Yeah, that's what I think. I that really took me out of the track was like that part, and then like. I don't know, bro. Like, I keep I'm a thrill like you Mike on Jones. The I'm cinematic, like Spike Jones. Let's make a movie. Make a movie. Haters talk, but that go through me. I'm gonna throw, I'm you, throw on the you on the bed. Then you then throw you me throw head. Me head. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> you throw me what? <laughs> throw me head. I've never heard anyone say that. You heard what I said. He's like, you heard what I said. Sorry, what, what you said. Right now. 
after the you throw me head part, the next line is you heard what I said. <laughs> that's kind of funny, but still. That's 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 a little funny, but I don't know if it's funny. Also, something about the way he delivers these lies that end the first verse. Can't fuck around with no stress. I give her the pipe, no less. I but put the pussy to the test. She says she uh, feel it all in her chest because she flawless. She says she can take all this rawness. Like, ah, uh, jeez. Like I can't imagine that. Also, like, logic, anyone... you're better than this, man. The second yeah, verse think... on this. I don't think anyone listens to logic for stuff like this, you know? This second verse is really what fucked this song up for me. Oh, absolutely. Is, uh, no, this, uh, first of all, the rhyming here, come on, you're better. I know he's better than this. Bring it back oh, he one is. more again, again. I'm all in again. Fuck around, I'm gonna get it in. Pour up and get lit again. Take another hit again. Think the haters talking shit again. Logic. <laughs> come on, man. And then fuck him though, because I'm too I'm too odd like a light switch. No, no. Which is funny because light switches can be off too. Like I'm it's too not particular. Odd like a light switch. Yeah, I turn her odd like a light switch. She's dude. You know what this has the energy of? When Nicki what? Minaj had that really like that kind of clever bar with duct tape, and then she explained it. Oh yeah, like, she's like I ain't yeah, nobody. That was a setup tape. for a punchline about duct yeah. tape. Yep. Uh yep, yep, yep. And then look, the make her come and she might twitch was oh. at least make a joke about how he's a twitch streamer. That's what he did when he was retired. That would have been But it's not a joke, it's not play on words. Like No, I'm saying he could have done something with that. Yeah. That would have been a little is that just <sighs> oh well. This one, nah. this song actually, I said that this is because I don't remember these. This might be the worst. Stupid skit I is really terrible. hate this one. Stupid skit's Stupid... pretty terrible. It's annoying. I get compared. I'll say I get what he's doing with it where it's kind of a joke about like Eminem parking lot skits skits where it was like you know yeah. i'm gonna murder people and like boom boom gun whatever yeah but i just couldn't get yeah logic's not a good enough actor in my opinion to sell comedy that's where it comes down to to me like it's and it's a little corny like it's okay it's not nearly as bad as the skits from ADHD by Joyner. Those are the worst skits ever. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know, man. And then we go to theme for the people, which you've kind of, that goes back to sort of the, this is just super kind of black. Yeah. To me. Very black. He has some decent, like, and this one, there's a little bit of life in it. There's some decent lines and a bit of like, that's the thing, man. It just, it seems a little too, and granted, it, that's how it describes Donald. It just feels like he's stretching. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, and because of that, a lot of these songs are super flat. I, I don't even remember God Might Judge. Oh, I remember. You want to know why? Because it's a ripoff of Nice for what? Oh, yes, it is. This is the one I remember. I, I fucking, I, I. I lost my fucking. I had notes written on. I lost them. I literally wrote a note on. I said, "God might judge." I said, "Decaf, nice for what?" The beat it's is literally. way too similar. The flow yeah. pattern is way too similar. The concept is way too similar too. Talking about like, "Yo, you gotta love yourself, girl, girl. You're so great." What's really funny about this, this is to literally me, fucking nice for what? It's nice for what? But he says in the beginning, "It's this is like that old Kanye," which it's not really. This is like Drake from like it's 2018 like, or whatever. It's 2018 Drake explicitly. That's it. Like, 
yeah so this one is just straight up nice for what and it's like i'm listening to this being like why would i just go listen to nice for what a song that i like so yeah like and logic oh stop telling me about breaking people's backs i get it man like do it's pretty terrible um they even do like the way that you know in nice for what drake's like you know make that beat bounce thing and it like you know starts banging but this right, beat whoever, whoever produces nice for all by the way does a really good job chopping because drake does that part where yeah. he's like gotta make it jump gotta make it and they that's like, it yeah gotta chop it that's really yeah. good by the way whoever does that but like they kind of do that here they do it they literally do it and it's just not as good because the beat's like, not it, as fun it. what does he do like what's his i forget what the chop on his is but like i think it just starts like bouncing you know, I don't think and really it's still it. It, like, come on, dog. It's the same. They chop stuff, the flow stuff. It's the same like Louisiana style beat. Like, as I think yeah. Louisiana has a like bounce music or whatever it's called. So like, it's like dog. This it's is insane. Ridiculous. For okay, Drake can be incredibly boring. We know that, right? Nice like, for you one and of I his better that. songs. What was that? That's for what's probably one of his better songs if you're looking yes at but i was gonna output. say he's so much more dynamic on nice for what than logic is on this that's another he has thing. more personality like, on there yeah you know? and, like, and i can learn believe it because drake yeah, and, has the energy of that guy who'd be like yo love yourself girl like that's who he is yeah and also like you learn a bit too much about drake on nice for what when he says high school picks you was even bad then but it's got personality that means i mean like like i don't know like i this was just like why is this here like did he make this like i feel like he heard nice for what and he was like oh let me fuck around and just make a song like it just for fun and then they decided to release it (laughs) yeah and like this was supposed to be on the cutting room floor just for him and like you know his friends and then for some reason it, it actually got sent out with the album yeah I don't know. And then we go into the other track that I like from the album, which is See You Space Cowboy, which I think is pretty good. I thought See You Space Cowboy was fine. Yeah, like nice cowboy bebop sort of reference here and mm-hmm. solid production. I was gonna say this is probably the first half of the song, at least, is probably my favorite beat. Yeah. Like I'll say this about that boy six. <laughs> Produced by six Keanu beats. It's because Bob it's probably like Aguilar. usually what I think what happens is like there's probably like sometimes it's like there's a main producer, but there's a little yeah. bit of you know, yeah. No, you got like you got the guys that are like kind of like making it, and six is there like executive producing essentially, controlling the sound of the album and everything like that, but maybe not doing the granular stuff. Um, yeah, no, I, I thought this one was okay, I didn't have a problem with it too much um i thought the like i said the beat was nice beat was really nice Um, beat was bouncing yeah and then yeah space cowboy i liked it i thought it was once he had and once again he showed a little more there's a little more dynamicism to it and then untitled was just fine again okay wait (laughs) i just want to say something about see space cowboy right yes he says in this like his story about coming back and like why he came back yeah so to me, this is something you either end the album on or you start the album with. But it's just it's in the second to last. The track. sequencing is super weird. Yeah, I agree. Like, I weird. like the tr- track, but it, it feels like 
the end of the album and there's another track after it yeah exactly i thought with this like little outro skit it was just him gonna be like he's like yeah so i just felt like i wanted to start rapping again i'm back you know i'm hanging out with my son my girlfriend whatever she is um and we're gonna have some fun with this last album with def jam coming whatever you know and i thought like this would be it especially because he has his son do like a little outro thing here where he just says yeah, bad out mama. Cute. Always like that. Yeah. I thought that'd be it. And then the album kept going. And I was like, what? And then I think that kind of makes Untitled. Like, Untitled is like also, Untitled is fine. It probably would, in general, I'd put it a little higher if we're ranking album tracks. But it just, it feels like such an afterthought of a track because See You Space Cowboy just seems like the ending. (laughs) Yeah. I will say though, See You Space Cowboy, he's absolutely ripping off uh, like, Good Kid, Mad City, Eric Kendrick with the flows. Yeah, but he's like he does like his high voice Kend- thing, and like you know. he's been a Kendrick sort of disciple. Speaking of Kendrick, he's yeah. back. We heard from him after a long time today. I loved his verse, man. That was awesome. That shit was hard. Yeah, but he's so good. He's there so we good. go. That is a Logic's Bobby Tarantino three. Um, <laughs> I sound tired because frankly, this album is just like you just get kind of tired listening to it because it does it's boring. Just boring. Yeah, it's so boring, which is you something know, I never would have said about it, I'm dropping my rating a point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping mine where it was. I, I, I still stand solid on it. Yeah, so originally um, I gave it a five because I was like, it's mid. But then yeah. I, after talking about it and sort of like walking back through it, I'm make, giving it a four because I don't think it's terrible. Like, it, that's the thing. It's hard to call it terrible. There's like parts of it that aren't good. There, you know, there's some corny shit. There's some bad songs. It's straight up rip off of a song. But in general, I just found it so flat. So I think for yeah. being flat, and I'll give it points for having some, I like the the track where he kind of talks about what he dealt with inside. And I think CU Space Cowboy is pretty decent as well. So I'll give it a four. It's not the worst thing he's ever released, but it is certainly very toothless. And a really weird project to sort of be like, I'm back. Because if you're going to do that, I would expect. And maybe we'll get that on his album that he's working on. But then I would yeah. say, just just maybe just wait for the album. Maybe release a couple tracks. And I guess that's what this is. But like, yeah. I don't know. It's if, a very... if, if this is him stretching his muscles for like something better, I'll forgive it. You know? Yeah, but I feel like now you're putting a lot of onus on your next project, you know? Oh yeah, the expectations are higher now for me because like it, it you made it sound like in like um Sea Space Cowboy that you're like I'm doing this one for fun, but the album's gonna be really good, you know? It's like okay then, like I want to hear that because this is yeah, this is barely whatever for me. So I'm expecting the energy that's not present here to sort of appear on the next project, you know. Yeah, and like like what I would say. This is his worst but of the yeah. Bobby Tarantino series, in I, my opinion. What did you say is the worst of the series? Or Yeah. Probably. I mean, because the other ones, there was a little more going on, even if they weren't great. And then some of the other ones, I think Bobby Tarantino, too, has some of his best production. It's just, he's not particularly... Oh, yeah, like, he's Contra, the beat on Contra is ridiculous. Yeah, he has good production on Bobby Tarantino, too. Bobby Tarantino 1 is whatever... And Barbara Turner 3 yeah. is just like super whatever. Like it's very mm-hmm. yeah. but hey, I'm glad look, if you're I'm glad you're happy, Logic. I'm glad you're back. And I am honestly interested to see what this last album with Def Jam looks like. Cause I'm expecting that to sort of be the 
the real like I'm back, bitch. You know, yeah. I still got it. I got a lot of juice. You know, whatever. Yeah, for me, um, I just want to echo with Vasan. It's not his worst album. I not will say close. that. <laughs> I still think it's really bad. <laughs> Fair. Because outside of Inside and See You Space Cowboy, there's nothing really that I find of quality particularly. Yeah. Like everything else just so I can't even remember until I'm like he, looking at the names again and yeah. like like <sighs> supermarking fetches of dangerous mind, both worse. Much worse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Supermarket's one of the worst albums like he, like that a rapper has put out in the past few years. And people gave Kid Cudi a lot of shit for speeding bullet to happen. Which is also really bad. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying though. But like that I it, it, it was like in that territory for me, but like Yeah. Like, okay, it's yeah. It's 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 a it's a weird album because it just does not feel like a return. And it's like, you wouldn't even really, if you heard this, you wouldn't be like, oh, he's back. You'd just be like, oh, he just released another album. But, okay. I, I just was underwhelmed, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And for its underwhelming nature, for how flat like nine of the 11 songs are, Flat and then the nice for what ripoff is awful. Flawless makes me like want to boil my ears. Um, I'm going with a 2.5 out of 10. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, the reason I didn't drop it any lower is because like I have other albums on here that, and I don't know. Um, I need to readjust some of these writings because like it, it's sitting lower than Bieber's Justice, which is at a 4.5, but maybe Bieber's Justice has a little more going because there are. Like Peaches is a good song. Like I can't. Yeah, I got Peaches on in Georgia. Yeah, and there's albums that are worse than this. Like I, I like are like equally as bad. Young Stoner Life's album is so fucking long and so much garbage. Like I just wait, who's the Young Stoner Life thing? Oh yeah, I still haven't gotten to that. It's too many songs, as you'd expect. Honestly, it's just comp. And what like there's so many. I mean, AJR is obviously just AJR and. Off my god is that 20, and this is for like another discussion probably our end of year music one but my god was that 21 pilots album painful that was so hard to listen and to you know what pisses me off the first song is good yeah is the first song shy away no it's a good day which i like but oh, okay i thought it was shy away shy away i really like shy away it's... is like a hot fuzz era killer song and it's really fun yeah, and good day i liked good day because i think they like leaned into that sound that they were going for and it sounded really and mm-hmm. i had a lot of pep to it then my god does it fall off the rails for the most part after that yeah that it was awful that was a terrible experience and especially coming it's off fun trenches too like yeah it's funny so as a former 21 pilots hater right i remember i, I kind of become Larry. A, yeah I texted Larry right after, uh, right after they released Shyway's lead single, and yeah. I went. Oh, I'm starting to have to cope with the fact that 21 Pilots are good. Like I have to cope with that now, you know. Because Trenches was good. Yeah, and then the lead single, I'm like, this is a banger. Like, wow. And then nothing else was good on the album. It's a rough <laughs> listen. Yeah, that's a terrible one. That was terrible. And with that, 
This has been a half and half podcast episode 100 special. We're yep, going to end right. with a classic Logic album review. It was a bread and butter for many years. And once again, it cannot be overstated how much we both appreciate you guys, listeners, guests, the guests who were able to send something in to us. And just, you know, anyone who's listened to the show, right? Like if you listen once, if you, even if you showed it to a friend, even if they didn't end up listening to us after that, we just really appreciate just the little community we kind of have on our own little segment of the internet, you know? And absolutely, it was really, you know, like, look, both of our lives have been busy and I'm not saying ours lives have been super hard. Like, cause, you know, I don't know what any of you guys listening are dealing with and I hope you're doing okay. But you know, life's kind of been tough and like difficult. Like it's just been a lot of work lately. So just hearing people sort of like, it's nice to hear the kind words and sort of see the support that we do get. So yeah, hopefully you guys do enjoy sort of like this little retrospective episode, throwing in a little classic logic review that we always love to do at the end. And Aiden, before I like kind of give it off to you, I do want to say my favorite moments from this my favorite podcast episode i can't remember like the episodes all run together but one of my favorite things and it's favorite because i the way we handled it i think it was really good we recorded during the pandemic obviously like when it started mm-hmm. and the stuff was ha- had happened with george floyd and the other police brutality stuff and we were in this really rough period as a country where the pandemic was just shutting shit down and people were going out of business and people were you know, committing suicide at higher rates because of, you know, what was going on. And then civil rights movement and violence and violence against protesters, right? And that episode we did, like, kind of in the early part of that or maybe right after sort of the initial events, I think was really good because I think, yeah, we talk about serious stuff. Yeah, we joke. But that was one of the most serious things I think we have ever discussed. And I think we both had really good thing we and we i i know like i think we both did we like both like kind of took some time to think before we went into that episode because it was going to be hard to talk about and i think we did a really great job and we got feedback from people like leah and Lindsay who listened to that episode and really sort of appreciated the way we handled that discussion so that was a really good moment because i think as a show being able to sort of as two people being able to talk about something like that and i think treat it with the requisite care it's pretty nice so that was a moment for me that really stood out. And hopefully, you know, we get to, hopefully nothing like that happens again, but hopefully, you know, whatever happens, we're able to talk about it in the right way. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I do agree. That really was, um, I think, our best episode overall. I think that we, I think I'm very happy with how that turned out. Uh, I, I'm really happy that we didn't really, like, go too reactionary. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was definitely a difficult time. And like, I'm happy that like, I think we handled that with a certain, I don't mean it's just like toot our own horn about this. I think we handled that with a certain way that was well, or that was good. Um, yeah, you know, and like, it's, it's one of those things where like, we, we could have just put it off. Like some people just don't, they just ignore that stuff. And I wouldn't like, there's, there's a difference between like addressing it and then being like, like mentioning it and being like, you know, but we want to sort of be in like a positive, safe place. That's an approach that I can understand. But there's people who will just ignore it, just pretend that nothing's wrong and put it off. I think we did sort of like push the record date 
like a little bit just so we could get some time to sort of sort what we wanted to say but yeah i think you're right but yeah i'm just i think as a show i think that's our strongest thing right we like you and me like are just able to sort of i think we we work through what we have to talk about whether it's fun or serious and hopefully there's all sorts of great stuff that we get to talk to you guys about for as long as we keep the train on the tracks so yeah see outside that like I don't particularly have like a favorite memory, like yeah. per se, you know? Right. It's hard for me to really narrow it down because like it's just been like a lot of fun for me. Like I'll tell you, I was out to dinner with my friend Ryan last night and I was just talking about it. And I was like, no, I'm happy that we do this. I'm happy that we do it as a hobby. Cause like it's not stressful, you know? it's always just like fun and it's like, and like, it's just like a good time always. And like, like, you know, if like, if we were to blow up and make it big, whatever, it'd be fun too. But obviously there'd be more stress on that too, because then it becomes like your career kind of, but to do a hundred episodes, you know, like probably like 150 hours of content, maybe, you know, something like that. Um, I'm really happy with how the show's turned out. I think that the fact that we kind of like have such a loose format's good. I like that we can just change what we do by the week. And like, I just think I just really have fun doing it. And I'm really happy that other people have fun listening. This is sort of, yeah, it's sort of our place, right? Like grad school for me is I it's going to be hectic. Work's hectic, right? And life is hectic, but sort of having this like space where we can talk for like an hour plus often is nice and we're glad that you guys sort of indulge in this space with us and yeah i think that's kind of all we got right i mean yeah i think so um we will be trying to get back on a consistent schedule i think we'll like i'll discuss later about like a day we can we'll we'll figure out a more consistent approach and oh, yeah, keep yeah. your we'll- keep an eye out for uh we, i like adam's idea we will probably i'll see about getting uh, episode one and two releases a little lost files thing and maybe we'll do like an episode where we sort of have some we listen to it and then talk about it i don't know we'll figure something out but like yeah we'll yeah see what we do uh, with that. we're not dead uh you know even if we have no, the, no. even if the kids even if we're not able to be as consistent as we like at times we will content will keep coming do not worry yeah we did not drop off at episode 99 <laughs> that would have been tough <laughs> that would have been awful <laughs> Okay, at least if we drop off now, we got 100. So. Hell yeah, that's right. Anyway. But yeah, thank you all. We appreciate you always. And forever, stay creamy. Yes, sir. Have a good one, everyone. Have a good one. Peace. Peace.